Hey, what is going on, guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the Monday Night Football Show on site. We have the Colts and we have the Ravens. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Yes, I am covering the NBA preseason. Have videos up for every single slate. I'll have a video up breaking down Monday's NBA preseason slate right after this, if that's something that interests you. Um, if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer a couple different packages on Patreon.com. NFL package, we cover every single show on site as well as the main slate. NBA package, again, we're covering the preseason. And I also offer an esports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO. And I'm sure if you guys have been watching my videos for a while, you're familiar with prize picks. But... Um, this is your first time watching. I, again, I want to thank uh, them for sponsoring this video. Um, so prize picks, there are a couple different ways you can play. The first way is taking over under on fancy points. So there's uh, 11. Wait, I can't do math. Yeah, no, 11 uh, players posted for tomorrow. So like, like, for example, Lamar Jackson, 22 and a half. Do you have the under or the over? Pretty simple. Or you can go to single stat and go to passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions, passing touchdowns. Again, they have a ton of different options. You can mix mix and match sports. They have baseball. Um, you can do first half contests, soccer, eSports. So um, yeah, if you guys want to try it out and sign up, use my code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You get 100% match up to $100. So you deposit using my code $100, you get a free $100 to play with. And finally, I want to thank you guys again for continuing to come out and check out each and every video, all the live streams. Really do appreciate all you guys. If you could, hit the like button. Let's try to aim for 100 on this one. Every single like really does help. Uh, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell as well. Um, oh, I, yeah, I will be doing a YouTube live stream uh, tomorrow, general Q&A. So, um, yeah, make sure to check out the live stream as well. Okay, so... Uh, before we get into players and the prices for this show on site, let's look back at my lineup here from uh, Sunday night. So Sunday night went really well for myself. Um, McCole Hardman, low owned. He was a core play for us. Absolutely smashed nine catches, 76 yards. Put him in the captain, trying to jam in the top guys. Got both quarterbacks in there with Kelsey. Diggs a little bit of a letdown, but that, you know, that game was just weird game script, right? You had a couple, you had a defensive touchdown. You know, Buffalo didn't have the ball done in the second half. They didn't really have to throw, so... Um, yeah, Stevon Diggs was definitely underpriced. Just kind of got a little bit unlucky with the way that the game worked out. Um, and he says, hey, McKenzie is my punt. I was debating him or McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon did a little bit better. Obviously, CH injury, uh, you know, boosted uh, Jarek McKinnon. But still, it was a good night for me, even with uh, the donut from McKenzie and uh, the off game from Stefan Diggs. And then this was the winning lineup here in the luxury box. And this is a $2,000 entry. I noticed, uh, you know, you, you saw some value plays, boosted ownership, which I wasn't super surprised about. You had uh, Cole Beasley at uh, almost 50% owned. You had Gabe Davis at 30-plus percent owned in this one. And you had Josh Gordon at 30% owned. So um, a lot of those super pa- super popular value plays busted. Um, but, yeah, like guys, like again, Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis were solid plays. They just got a little bit unlucky with the way that game flowed, right? Um, so the winning line up here was Josh Allen, the captain, with Mahomes, Sanders, Knox, uh, Buckner, and Josh Gordon. Okay, so uh, you're going to exit out of that. Um, let's talk about the Vegas sets really quick. So again, it's a 46 of runners, kind of in the middle, I guess, and the Ravens are seven-point favorites. Okay, so starting off with the Colts, let's first take a look at snap counts last week. So last week, uh, they did get Marlon Mack involved here. Um, it was a three-headed monster, which is not great. Uh, Taylor played about half the game, and you had a third of the game or so from, from Hines and Marlon Mack. At wide receiver, Pittman, I think, has established himself as the number one wide receiver for this team, played 86% of the snaps. Uh, Pascal has been the clear number two, playing 82%. And then you had uh, Paris Campbell play about half the game with Doolin playing about 17%. 
At tight end, you had Moale Cox uh, played 69% of the snaps. He had a big a big week last week, but also scored two touchdowns. Uh, Jack Doyle only played 30%, but if you look back at like previous weeks, um, Doyle was playing a lot more. Um, at 57% week three for Doyle. Week two, I think Doyle's even more, uh, 75%. And he was a little bit banged up going in that week, so that could be why he got limited. So my guess would be that Doyle's snaps go up and Moale Cox's snaps go down. But yeah, let's talk about the uh, prices. So Carson wants at again. It's so. Why does DraftKings do this now? Like you click on their name and it go. It brings up the captain salary. I wonder if that is this just a my end question. Let me know in the comment section. Is this happening for you guys too? When you click on the player itself, that the captain salary comes up because that didn't used to happen. Um, I'm wondering maybe it's just my computer. I don't know. But yeah, Carson wants at 10.2k. I think is very safe. He hasn't, you know, put up any big games, but this is a game that should be good game script, but they should be playing from behind. Baltimore's defense, not bad, but um, yeah, I think Carson wants, again, quarterbacks in the Charlotte Heights are always safe, and you're getting them at a nice discount. 10.2K feels a good price for one, so like them. Jonathan Taylor at 9.8. Again, the issue I have here is um, Marlon Mack got way more involved. Uh, so that's not great sign, you know, passing game, a little bit involved, but Naheem Hines is their clear third down back. So you kind of have a touchdown dependent back that is in a game that they're probably playing from behind. And now you have a third back in the mix. So weird stuff happens in the show on site. The Colts could get off to early lead. It could be ground and pound Jonathan Taylor, but I just have a hard time prioritizing him at this price. I think right now he's nothing more than a contrarian play. Again, Pittman, Pascal. Pittman's at 9K. Pascal's at 8-2. Um, I think Pittman has, has established himself as a number one wide receiver. Now, of course, again, when I play him in a, a good match against Seattle, he does nothing. And then the next three weeks, he smashes. DFS in a nutshell. Uh, but yeah, 12, 12, 8 targets the last three weeks. I, I think uh, Pittman is, is the clear number one and a safe target here. Should be a good game script. Pascal, viable too. Um, he's playing similar snaps. I just think Pittman has a lot more upside. All right, scrolling down a little bit more. So I do have some interest in Naheem Hines, 5.6K. And the reason, obviously, is he is the pass catching back. And this is a game they're most likely going to be playing from behind. So you could see more snaps here for Hines. Um, so I think he's he's at a pretty nice price. I think I like him. Um, again, the way he fails is if the Colts get off to an early lead, um, and then they ground and pound, you know, um, Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack. But you would think more often than that, the Colts are playing from behind in this game, which does favor a guy like Naheem Hines. And Mo Cox, I think this is one where he's going to be over-owned. Uh, three catches, five targets, two touchdowns. Again, the snaps went way up. Um, you had uh, Jack Doyle was a little bit banged up. So I would assume Jack Doyle's snaps go up. For me, Doyle's at 2-6. Mo Cox is at 5K. If Cox is going to get all the ownership, just give me Jack Doyle for the discount. He's almost $3,000 cheaper. Um, and I think he is the more talented of the two tight ends. So, um, yeah, for me, probably a fade on a guy like Moe, like Cox. Uh, Paris Campbell, 3.8K, speedster. Um, three, four, and three targets in the, in the first three games he's played. So floor is relatively low, but um, I think he's viable for GPPs. Uh, Colts defense against a run, you know, run-heavy team in Baltimore. Probably not for me on the road, too. Um, just going down a little bit more. I was looking on, on news for T.Y. because I said he was getting close about over a week ago. I haven't seen anything, um, so I don't expect T.Y. to be available. Um, you know, Maybe we get news on that tomorrow, but I don't think he'll be available for tomorrow's game. And then, yeah, Marlon Mack's only $600. This is a weird one, right? Because if you go back here, let's take a look at week three. 
And I'm pretty sure Marlon Mack like barely played. Yeah, he didn't play. Just flat out didn't play in week three. And then week four, he comes in and gets about a third of the carry. So like, what's going on here, right? Uh, he's really cheap. He's $600 in the flex. Um, I think he's at least worth a look. I don't know what his touch is going to be. Again, he didn't play last week or two weeks ago. And then he comes out and gets 10 carries and, and one target or one catch. So um, I think Marlon Mack is definitely viable for some salary relief. I just don't really know what his role is going to be in this offense. And then that's really it. Doolin is the number four wide receiver. He played on, I think it was 17%, 17% of snaps. So sure, viable dart throw in large field tournaments. But um, really, you probably need an injury to one of those uh, receivers above him for he to be relevant. Okay, so Baltimore. Let's take a look at their snap counts. A running back, kind of a surprise. Tyson Williams started like the first three weeks, uh, but he was inactive, a healthy inactive. You had Latavius Murray lead the backfield, uh, followed by Le'Veon Bell, who went back to the practice squad, but they'll probably bring him back up for this game. Then Devontae Freeman saw a couple of snaps. At wide receiver, so Watkins and, and Hollywood Brown played a decent amount of the game. 73% for Watkins, 62% for Hollywood Brown. DuVernay played about half the game, and then Proche played about a third of the game, but he had a solid game in that time. And at tight end, uh, Mark Andrews, 63% of the time, uh, snaps. Uh, Tomlinson's the blocking tight end. He played 34%. And Josh Oliver played 19%. A decent pass-catching tight end, but just not getting a lot of looks right now. Okay, so Lamar Jackson. Um, last show on site he was on, you remember, he was not in the winning lineup. And he was like 95% owned. That was the first week one against the Raiders, right? Um, now he's gone for 20 plus fans once each of the first four weeks. So very safe play, definitely viable in the captain. Obviously the rushing upside is what we really like here for, from Lamar. So super high floor plus high ceiling. Um, yeah, so I think Lamar is one of the best plays in the board. Um, again, weird things can happen. You never know. Maybe there's a chance he's not in the winning lineup again, but um, I, I don't think that would happen two Sean states in a row. So yeah, Hollywood Brown coming in at 11K. I don't love this price. The upside is clearly there, right? What was it? Yeah, it was against Detroit where he should have had like, he should have had like 40 fancy points. Then he dropped like three long touchdowns. Um, so yeah, the ceiling is super high for Hollywood Brown. Uh, definitely a good GPP play. Probably don't go there in a cash game setting though. Yeah, so Latavius at 7-4. I'm interested to see who's going to be active for, for Baltimore at running back. He did get a bell cow uh, or you know majority of the touches with Le'Veon Bell mixed in. Um, so this will be one to kind of keep an eye on. We'll see who's going to be available. Does Tyson Williams become available again, or is he going to be a healthy scratch? Um, but yeah, he had 18 carries last week. The issue I have, though, with these run- Baltimore running backs is they're not really involved in the passing game much. So um, at that price point, he's kind of just a subpar play for me. Now, Mark Andrews being 6.6K feels too cheap. Um, he's definitely one of the better tight ends in this league, a guy that has a good amount of upside. He's got pretty unlucky with touchdown variants. He's yet to score a touchdown, and has gone for double-digit fantasy points in the last three weeks. So, um, you know, imagine if he can just get in the end zone, right? And he's playing majority of the game. Uh, I do like Mark Andrews at that price. Uh, number two wide receiver, Sammy Watkins at 5.8K. You know, been pretty safe. Eight, seven, seven, seven targets. Uh, price point is fair. So I, I think he's a, a pretty safe play. Duvernay out of the slot at 4.8K did have six targets last week. Um, but he actually got a little bit outshined by Proche. Um, yeah, Duvernay, another one that, like, is okay. Probably a little bit riskier than Watkins, right? Watkins would have more opportunities. And they're at a pretty similar price point. So, you know, probably optimal play would be Watkins. Uh, Duvernay would maybe be an ownership play if you go there. Uh, 
Yeah, so the Ravens defense at 4-4 going up against the Colts at home. I think they're at least in play here. Um, you know, Colts, Carson Wentz, a little bit turnover prone. So I do think the Ravens' D is viable. Um, they're not super expensive, so I think you can at least consider that. Normally, defenses I'm not really looking to, but yeah, Ravens' D at that price, I think they're fine. And then, yeah, obviously the kickers are both in play on either team. Probably would lean Tucker, a uh, better kicker, plus project uh, Baltimore score more points in this game. And then, yeah, Le'Veon Bell. So he had uh, four carries, one target last week. He moved back down to the practice squad, but he still uh, can move up, uh, which I think he will t- uh, tomorrow. He played 27% of the snaps um, at only uh, 1.8K. Definitely in play for salary relief. And Tyson Williams... Uh, was leading the backfield the first couple weeks and healthy and active. Um, maybe he's active for this game. If he is, I think he's at least worth a look. And then, yeah, Proche had a really good game last week. Uh, five catches, six targets, rookie wide receiver. Um, I think he's viable large field tournament play. Don't expect a ton of run, but he's super, super cheap, and you're going to need some value on this one. You have Richard, the fullback, again, large field tournament play, and same with Devontae Freeman, who was the number three running back, only had one uh, carry and barely played. And then, yeah, Thompson's their blocking tight end. I don't think he has a target. Yeah, he doesn't have a target yet this year. He's really not running money routes. Josh Oliver, the preseason GOAT, uh, does have one target in each of the first uh, four weeks. He was a guy that I actually rolled the dice on uh, against uh, the Raiders, and he had that one just go out of his hands in the end zone. That was super tilting. But, yeah, he's a a talented pass-catching tight end, and he did play almost a fifth of the game last game. So, large field tournament play, yes, sure, uh, definitely viable. Okay, so that's really it for uh, the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, would appreciate if you could hit that like button, make sure to subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos and go live. I'll be doing a general Q&A live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check that one out, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.